0: Hey Anomaly. Welcome to episode 48 of the Anomalous Black Women Podcast. It's me, Bina. And it's me, Tasha. Hey Anomalies. How y'all doing? <laughs> hey, Dean. Hey, Tasha. May. How are you,
1: doing?
0: I'm good. What you been up to?
1: Um, you know, doing a little traveling here and there, hop skipping back and forth, a little working for the man. Getting promotions in this uh in this piece and stuff. So um yeah, you know, just trying to trying to do something. You know, every three years I think I, I feel like I need to do something different. And so, um, this is my second year of doing something different. We'll see what happens in the next two years. I might be in a whole nother career field. I don't know. I get bored. My <laughs> life's great. What's going on with you? <laughs>
0: Nathan. <laughs> um uh, nothing. we have a special guest. Um about this episode 48. And do. Hey special guest. Hey special <laughs> guest. Hey. hey. <laughs> we'll introduce our special guest in a moment, but um I haven't been doing anything. Um, you know, uh in May I went to Jamaica with my sister. It was a time to be alive <laughs> shout out to Dr. Tanya who's not with us today right cause she's staying in these streets these international streets oh, crap.
1: <laughs> she is gone that is our, our glamorous glamour co-host <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> I love it though I love it for her that's awesome yeah. so um and, 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 uh, this, this, I, I just got a quick question for you because, you know, you had a, um, you had, uh, an achievement, uh, in the last couple of months with your, um, metaphysics degree. So I just want to ask, um, just for a little clarification as to what that actually is.
0: Uh it's, the study of spirituality. So basically it's a, some people say it's a another leg of psychology where um, people, um, it's the study of what is, it's the study of something okay. other than the physical. So okay. like, who am I? What is beyond what we are doing here on earth? Uh, And yeah So that's the basics of it
1: So the what is What is Why is Right Okay Okay Got it I like it I like it So is that something That you're going to use To incorporate Into your coaching Mm Mm-hmm Okay Awesome Awesome I like it Well congratulations again I just wanted to kind of Share Share that with our listeners um and viewers um for those who may have wanted to uh get a better understanding or to pique their interest to kind of look into it um because i think it's pretty awesome um so our guest today miss Candice hey y'all hey <laughs> welcome to the anomalous black women podcast we are so happy to have you um you. how are you today listen it's a
2: good day I don't have too much on my plate I'm gonna kick with my family go see the little mermaid and uh, that's about it
1: <laughs> does that come out this weekend
0: yeah it came yeah yep you see yeah that's what's I was like, up. we got to
2: get the, get the first weekend numbers up.
1: Because <laughs> yep. only, only we can do what we do. Listen. How we do it. <laughs> we
2: are gonna be outside for that.
1: That's yeah. like, y'all see when they, um like post those different contests and whoever gets the most likes. Every time <laughs> the black babies just be thriving.
0: Yes honey, cause we do what we do. <laughs> 30,000 to
2: 300 every time <laughs> everybody be posting um you know what to do you know what it is <laughs> I love us
1: I love us <laughs> ain't no way all right Brina what you got um this interview underway
0: okay uh what is the name do you have a name for your business or is it just your name
2: yeah, my business is Center for Healing Racial Trauma, but I'm actually shifting it to Global Majority Wellness this summer. So I'm doing some Ooh. rebranding because <laughs> racial trauma was just one small focus area of what I could do therapeutically and what I could do through prevention work. Whereas Global Majority Wellness is like there's so many other aspects to what we experience that I can tap into. And so I wanted to have a more expanded view of the work.
0: All right.
1: Awesome! I like that. That that took some real thought, like the the name shift. You know, yeah, yeah. And it's and it's it's one of those
2: things. You know how you're shifting the name of your business or rethinking your branding, then you got to think about every single thing all over again. Like, am Mm -hmm. I mapping this on to my values? And uh, yes, so
1: yep. I think um, I know Bina has has been through that. Um, I've recently embarked on that as well, so, um, definitely understand that. But I like, I I think, I think that was a, a great, um, global move. Yeah, thank you.
0: (laughs) But branding also, um, it goes with where you are in your state of mind at that time. So, Mm -hmm. And it goes with your level of thinking at that time. So as your yes. level of thinking progresses and becomes broader and you take on more things and you're absorbing more things, your branding it also mm-hmm. becomes bigger and it
2: does. Especially exactly. if you're not if you're relatively new to
0: business. Right. Then
2: what you come in thinking you're gonna do and then what you see happens can sometimes not be the same thing. Right. Yep.
1: <laughs> that is so true <laughs> it there definitely is. relates to that one <laughs> so where are you currently
2: I'm in Louisville Kentucky but the the um work I do is national and sometimes international so this is my hub but okay you know we reach clients wherever they are
1: right okay I literally just drove through there last night
2: Really? What wow. yeah,
1: Ohio, you're
2: right. Mm-hmm.
0: How long have you been in business?
2: Since April 2019. So I just crossed the four-year mark.
0: Congratulations. And thank Congratulations. you so
2: much. And it is it's like rough each year, and you're like, wow, I'm surviving. I'm thriving. Okay, okay. You know, so four years was big for me. When I get to five and I've shifted everything, I'm gonna
1: be really excited. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be excited for you. 40, 40, where the 40 at? Yeah. I know,
0: right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my goodness. I, no, for real, I'm going to be looking for a party, man. <laughs>
2: and, and, and an invite may be on your way because okay. I love a good celebration.
0: <laughs> I love it. Me too. So, I love so what, a good celebration. Mm-hmm. Exactly.
1: So, what, what uh, brought you into this line of work? How did you get here? So
2: I'm a licensed psychologist Mm -hmm. and I am also an associate professor. I teach people how to become psychologists and I do a lot of research. My research areas look at sexual wellness and healing racial trauma for a long time. And I was like, I don't want to just do the research in this area when I know I can also provide practice. And I can also work with companies around their anti-racism and liberation work and things like that. So in 2019, I started it because even though I was on faculty full time, I wanted to be able to see clients. And so I was like, let me start this business. This will be the area of interest. And then as y'all can imagine in 2020, when everything popped off, I thought I was just gonna have a little small private practice and then it expanded like that. So 2019, I thought I was just gonna be easing in.
1: That was a a very, yeah. I could see because we were actually promoting more mental health. and so people were really reaching out.
2: Yes, they were.
1: For those services. Awesome.
2: And reaching, they were reaching out for mental health services. So that part of the business grew, but then they were also reaching out for consultation and workshops and trainings. So mm-hmm. that, business, that part of the business grew much quicker than I imagined.
1: Okay, so with that being said, um, you experienced a lot of uh, growth very very quickly um was was that uh, one of the biggest issues um in you know learning to run a business and then um what are some other issues that you have experienced uh, during that time
2: yeah it was the growth mm-hmm at a pace that I didn't have the capacity for, but I had the interest in meeting because I didn't want to let us down as a community. So I serve people of the global majority therapeutically and I then organizations can be representative of whatever the organization is, but I, it was just the time was calling for action and I didn't want to let people down. But I also had a full time job and a son that was just one at the time. You know, and so the growth happened where I was trying to meet all of those demands and my other professional demands and, you know, my family demands with my husband and son. And I was just like stretched to the limit. And so I had to consider what hiring looked like. Right. And I had never hired anyone before. And so navigating contracts and payroll and um, what, what job requirements and evaluation and things like that, that. I wasn't taught in school. Just having to get those skills while I was having to practice those skills was, it was an issue. And um, I would say the other part was considering not just my capacity and not just the hiring, but who I wanted to serve and why. So not having an ideal client, mm-hmm. not having someone that was the target, I was just receiving everything that was coming at me and not being focused.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you are trying to serve everybody, then you're serving nobody.
1: Right. That's good, Mm Tina. That's good. That that is absolutely true. Um, And I, you can see it, you know, across all industries um, when people are focused on the majority instead of the specific.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, And I think. I think all of us in all of our respective uh, business areas um, can probably speak to that. You know, um, me with my event planning, like what, who is my audience? You know, mm-hmm. who do I want to target? And um, being a fashion, and then going in, into her uh, coaching uh, those with chronic illnesses and mm-hmm. and and uh, invisible illnesses. You know. Yeah that's very specific and and that's a good target yeah yeah (laughs) i've seen her transition you know into that specific area um and then you know you saying that at first you want to help everybody but is that really where i'm supposed to be Mm -hmm. you know i want (laughs) to serve everybody but is that really my it's not
0: realistic no it's it's not
2: it's not it's not And then how do you learn to pivot once you realize it's not realistic for your capacity or your interest? Because there were organizations that were inviting me to come do talks, and I'm like, they're not about to do nothing. They right. just want to check off a box that I came here right. and talk to them about anti-racism.
0: Right. You wasted
2: my time, even if you're paying me, you know. Especially so. when all of that
0: difficult. diversity and inclusion and stuff start being a thing mm-hmm. and they needed that checked off just yes. so they say that it was something that they got checked yes. off. Like, no ma'am, no sir. Because
1: you're not going to have my good name out here being right. silly when you do something silly afterwards. Right. Yeah. I just recently shared that with someone I was like, you know, when it comes to that diversity, equity and inclusion piece for a lot of companies, they're checking off. Majority of them are checking off the diversity box, meaning they're hiring, you know, a diverse population. Um, Some of them are checking off the equity box, meaning they're treating everybody pretty equally across the board when it comes to benefits and pay. Um, And then, your inclusion. Very few mm. are actually um, making space for that inclusion and belonging piece, mm. and so we have to understand that it, th- this deI piece—it's—it's it's definitely um, an ever-evolving um, part of, of of business, and even you know, just globally as far as people are concerned. Period. You know. Um, we we're we're accepting of the different folks. Um, we are, for the most part, across many many areas, um, treating people somewhat equally, mm-hmm. but including everybody and people feel that inclusion part is
0: what they not. T-
1: it's not exactly is what it's t- t- few It's very mm-hmm. few because um, they don't want to change them. the culture. Right. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. So um I I wanna say, so we've we've gotten to the specific parts of, of where you're you're focused now. Mm-hmm. Um what's next for you and, and, and what has happened uh, recently um and where where are you going? Yes,
2: yeah, so this summer I'm working with my branding person to shift it from Center for mm-hmm. Healing Racial Trauma to global majority wellness. And the difference maker there is I'm narrowing my window of focus as a Black woman sex researcher. So I know I want to study sexual wellness and liberation and focus on that as opposed to the healing racial trauma work. But everything I do is underpinned by I want people of the global majority be well. So that's mm-hmm. my lane. But then I can invite other people who have unique lanes, like if they're focusing specifically on mental health or they're focusing on physical health, global majority wellness can house those components of wellness for people of global majority. When I say global majority, I mean, black people, Asian people, Latinx people, indigenous people, people who are not white who represent 85% of the world's population. So right. when I think about that, I know I'm honing in a bit more. I'm also thinking about who wants these type of services and who wants to have clinical services therapy services groups things related to their like well-being and talk therapy and who wants their organizations to shift who wants to learn from me anyway about sex ed sexual health sexual wellness and then from other people who i can consult with through global majority wellness they can i can basically delegate these are the tasks that are not in my wheelhouse and i'm not going to do everything for everyone this would fit for your area of expertise this would fit for your area of expertise and so it's mm-hmm. helping me get really targeted in that um even though the the way it's de- defined feels broader the with the name the the focus of it is much more more narrow for me
1: okay okay so what types of companies or, or, or groups um, tend to pull you uh, to educate and uh, share your knowledge. With them. Yeah.
2: Media companies, nonprofit organizations, universities. Those oh, well. are the three big ones. And okay. often healthcare providers, usually mental health care providers, because since that's my mm-hmm. field, but sometimes right. nurses and things like that as well. So they work for both of them. When I was doing more anti-racism work, they were still interested in that. But since I'm doing more sexual wellness work, all of those organizations are still in alignment. Like if I I went to a university not too long ago and did a workshop on women of color, sexual wellness, Mm -hmm. and, you know, it was well-received. It was like, wow, we really needed this conversation. We didn't even know we needed to talk about this. So those are the types of companies that are
1: most attracted I think, I think women, um, I think we really need to talk about it because oh, yeah. I think we're so, so early on in a lot of our lives, especially probably our age group, our wonder really, really won't talk to us about anything, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think definitely these are healthy conversations that need to be had because a lot of us struggle and we yeah. struggle because we don't know a We lot struggle lot. alone
2: because no one is willing to talk about it. We feel like it's taboo. So I'm definitely someone who likes to talk about the things that other people perceive as taboo in a way that invites you into the conversation. It doesn't make it forced.
0: Okay. Um, Oh, yeah. What motivates you to keep going?
2: There are two things. One, the need is great. So when I think about the focus on sexual wellness for me, every time I have a conversation with a group of teens or a group of grown people around sexual wellness, they're like, huh, because nobody like you just said, Tasha, nobody talked to me about this. So I didn't even know to think about that. Mm -hmm. And we see, for me, sexual pleasure and good sex in particular are an aspect of a healthy life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I want us to have the health benefits of it, if that's what we want for ourselves. And mm-hmm. so reducing the sh- the shame and the stigma, like that's, that's why I keep going. Because functionally, it's exhausting to run a business like that. <laughs> it can be overwhelming, like you described. But practically... I know that I've wanted to do this work for a very long time. And I also don't want anybody to own the work that I do. So having a business allows me to have the intellectual property that I create housed within something that I own. And I get to make the changes that I think people will receive, want to receive and help us to experience more sexual liberation.
0: Can you define sexual wellness for our listeners? Mm-hmm,
2: yeah. So sexual wellness is your ability to autonomously or at your own volition engage in the type of sex that works for you. Sex that is consensual and healthy. But whatever else is involved in that, it's you get to define it. And you don't have all these society scripts like telling you this is how you should be or you're not good enough if you do this or don't do this, but that you get to define it for yourself and whoever the partners are that you choose to be with. <laughs>
1: being a knows exactly why i'm so tickled right now (laughs) like that but i love this
0: conversation (laughs) um what advice would you give uh someone that is aspiring to get into this type of um area or any aspiring entrepreneur in it well
2: learn all the things that you need to learn because most of us didn't have good comprehensive sex ed. Don't just jump in trying to be an intimacy coach or a sex therapist or sex educator without really doing your work. So that means there are programs that can train you. There are lots of resources, research that you can read. And if you go into it without that knowledge, you can actually cause harm. So thinking through the pathway to get there where you can have integrity in your work, do -hmm. that. But also get some business training. So, even if it's not a formal yes. MBA business program, mm-hmm. you can find other programs or business coaches that will walk you through the steps of developing a business, understanding accounting, understanding administration, all of these components that help you not sink
1: before you had a chance to swim. Right, right. Do you, um, are you going to be in Atlanta in September? I could be because I love a good, um, is that,
2: I don't think Sex Down South is going to be there. Yes. Yeah. So awesome I'm going to be there. Yeah. Oh,
0: okay.
1: <laughs> All right. I, I, I was curious. I know another, um, another young lady that's going to be there. Um, I don't know. Her name is Twyla. Twyla Be Good.
2: Oh, I've heard of Twyla. I don't know. I don't know Twyla personally, but I've heard okay. that name. But yeah, okay. so I'm going. This will be my first year going to Sextown South. I think I'm it's her first too. Yeah.
1: That's awesome. I actually was really interested about going. You should go. <laughs> I, I should look back into it. I, I feel like I want to be there.
0: <laughs> I want to go. Go. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it later. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Is there anything else that you would like for our listeners to know about your business?
2: Absolutely. So I have a book coming out called Good Sex, February 2025. So not 2024, 2025. Yeah, because I just got my book deal. And that took a year and a half. That's a long process of finding a right publisher, who is gonna really treat your content with respect? Understand you as an author. You know, and all we that.
0: just had a black. Uh, I saw. Publisher. I saw that. Oh, yes.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is our, I'm with Row House Publishing, which is oh, also okay. a black owned publishing okay. house. Okay. Okay. And they've been doing amazing work. They've got New York Times bestsellers, which is a goal that I have for the work that I'm doing. But they saw what I was trying to offer in Good Sex, mm-hmm. and so I'm so excited about that. So now I'm in the writing process with the book and. That's why it will come out February, 2025.
0: Okay. okay.
2: Um, it's it's going to be on Amazon. It's going to be on Amazon, Barnes pre-order? and Noble, all of that. Yep. I know. As soon as those pre-orders open up, listen, I'm going to let y'all know.
1: Send me an email. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. I'm, but I'm it's right talking here.
2: about good sex and all of the components that can be included in it and how systems of oppression sometimes get in the way and what we can do to remove them so that we can have the good sex we desire and deserve.
0: Yes, let
1: me, let me ask you a question mm-hmm. um something that I I've really been it's really been on my heart and I feel like that we've we've shifted to a place where um, it's not necessarily I don't know if it's good or bad but I feel like now we've created so many categories and boxes that it's like, I feel like the kids almost are in a place where they are are being pushed to choose what and mm. and what they define themselves as. Like I feel like it's happening too soon. Like I, I think know it that, can
2: evolve though. That's the important part. Yes. So for some people they would prefer not to have a label on their right. identity because it's fluid and it can keep, you know, evolving over time. Some people find a lot of comfort in the label because it's like oh, there are other people who identify this way. Now there's a community. And here are some things that I get to learn about this p- specific label since there might be research on it or publications on it. So it depends. But a- even if you choose a label, it can evolve. It can so, change. I like yeah. the fact
0: that you can be nothing. Mm-hmm. Right. I like that. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? We grew up where you had to be one or yes. any- and. I like the fact that you can be nothing.
1: Yes. Right. Why do I have to put any title on anything? Mm-hmm. Right. I'm just and who I am. The yes. fact that
0: when you, when I go on something nowadays and it says, are you male, female, no. non binary? I don't want to tell you what I am. And I'm I can keep that. that mm-hmm.
1: Right.
0: And you can leave me the hell alone. Yes.
1: You know, yeah. like, yep. Are you black, white, other than none of your business? I'm not
0: answering. Right. I, and I can pick that just because I want to. You know right. what I mean? Not mm-hmm. even yes. because I identify that way, but just because I can. Mm-hmm.
1: That,
2: that
0: it's just, about your
2: agency. Like I don't right. want to disclose right. this information to you or I don't want to identify in a specific way. And that's all right. I
0: just that's just how I feel today. Mm-hmm. And I can do that. And I just like that. The kids, um, they have so many more choices than we had Yeah, you know so many more they have so much more agency over themselves than we had Mm -hmm. so i think that because they they do have more choices and more choices sometimes becomes um overwhelming but Mm -hmm. sometimes it can be freeing to Mm -hmm. have a choice to say I'm nothing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. this, this is who I want to be. Nobody. I'm, I'm alone, mm-hmm. you know,
1: mm. I, I truly appreciate the the second side of that. Um, of your response, Candace, because I, I never really thought about the fact that, um, being able to choose.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, would give someone a sense of belonging.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that was good. Um, because I'm just like, why are you making me choose something? But yeah. then there's that other side that says there are some people who need to feel like they are not alone.
0: We've mm-hmm. always been made to choose, though. Right. Yeah. But with with, with
1: just, you know, for, for the most part, a black and white.
0: Uh-huh. Not...
1: You know yes. the colorful options that we have now, but
0: everything is not black and white. That's all. Exactly. Problem. Yeah. It, and that's what I, I know. I get that. No, I no, that's it. what. Well, we just. You know, I'm just saying everything is not black and white. That's the. That's a problem.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm pecan, tan, and fuchsia.
0: We see. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh my goodness, do baby, no mind. <laughs> nobody. <laughs> All right, so we got a book coming in February 2025, um, and then we have what else on the we,
0: right. we got a name change. We got a rebrand coming. Hmm.
1: We gonna be looking for Miss Candace down at Sex um, Down South. Yeah September in Atlanta. And I'm not
2: going to teach a thing. I'm going to learn. I don't want to teach. Learn. I don't want to be responsible for teaching nobody nothing. <laughs> I just want to learn. What? Huh?
0: It's September what this year? I don't, yes, this year. But I don't know what the dates
1: yes. are. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I feel like we should. We we, we should gonna go
2: and learn. Yes, we, we're gonna go meet <laughs> up.
1: Hey. We look. I'm ready. Yes, I feel like this is a good. You know what? We are going to make this happen. because yes. I don't. I don't feel like I have anything going on in September. Like talking about it. So, oh, I feel like we should meet in in Atlanta. Yeah. Although I'm I'm here right now in Hotlanta. <laughs> hey,
2: what's the weather? My fam is down there, so I'm definitely going to be there.
0: It's, it's partly sunny.
2: Nice, nice.
0: nice. <laughs> Looking outside i'm looking at my phone like i'm in atlanta i'm not i'm in Jacksonville. <laughs> <laughs> you too can be in atlanta <laughs> so
1: i um i really enjoyed this conversation and i i think i feel like we need to bring you back on for a more pointed discussion Ooh, yeah. about some specifics um
2: we can talk we can have it. a good girl's talk about sex and mm-hmm.
1: all the things related to it. I think it's needed. We might do a little series, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: yeah. Because you I'm know, our like, our mothers didn't talk to us about it because their mothers didn't talk to them. Right, and it's right. just like a downward spiral of mm-hmm. and and we're totally different. Like we talk about it all the time.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And and it, it's not taboo. for us. No, and we're talking about it on the, on the on the on the sense in the sense that um it should be enjoyable. It's not yes. just, right you know. exactly. Right. Yeah, that's oh, one I, of the I,
2: components of good sex. It's not an obligation or a chore. It's, it's, it's something you get to choose.
1: absolutely. cause i'm a, I'm
2: definitely a quality over frequency person.
0: Yes. I like agree. make it I good,
2: agree. good. Make it don't have it to be good. all the time, but when it is,
1: let it be. I, want it good. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love
1: it. I love it. I love it. Yes. It's, we coming back, for more. We come okay. back. Anomalies. Anomalies. Stay tuned for our next conversation with Miss Candace because this is gonna be a good one. I, I feel it in my Sha-na-na.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I
1: knew it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what can I say? <laughs> I might be a, high, a creature of habit sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> about certain things, yes. Okay, so what else, Miss Fina, What we got? That's it. That's it. That's it. All that's right, Miss Candice. Is there anything, anything else you want to share?
2: Yeah, you can find me at drcandicecole.com. Or on Instagram at Dr. Candace Nicole, YouTube at Dr. Candace Nicole, Facebook at Dr. Candace Nicole, all of those three are where I'm where I'm gonna be.
0: Okay. okay. And I will have those in the box below. Yep. You got anything else, Tasha? Any outgoing words?
1: Um make sure you're having um quality sexual experiences. <laughs> Yes. And if you're not, then you might want to contact Miss Dr. Candace Nicole. (laughs) I love it.
0: Quality over quantity. I I always Mm say. All right, ladies. It's been
1: fun.
2: (laughs) Thank you so much, y'all.
1: No problem. Thank you for
0: being being here uh anomalies thank you for joining us on episode number 48 of the anomalous black women podcast this episode was brought to you by biaisha inc uh po- po- poised affairs dr candace nicole and uh you can find us on all social media at anomalous black women you can find us on youtube anomalous black women podcast you can find us on all of your favorite podcast channels anomalous black women and we will have all of the information that we talked about today in the box below. Thank you for joining us. We'll talk to see you guys later. Bye. <laughs>